0: So this woman who sued her mom's doctor, claiming she never should have been born, wins millions of dollars. So Evie Toombs or Evie Tombs sued her mom's doctor, claiming she should never been born, and won the right to millions in damages. So a star show jumper who sued her mom's doctor claiming she should have never been born, blah blah blah. So Evie Tombs launched the landmark wrongful conception case against the GP as she suffers from spina vivida and sometimes spends twenty-four hours a day connected to tubes. So the 20-year-old's wrongful conception claim saw her take Dr. Philip Mitchell to court over his failure to advise her mother to take vital supplements before getting pregnant. She alleged that had the medic told her mom, Caroline, that she needed to take folic acid to minimize the risk of spina bifida affecting her baby, she would have put off conception. This, in turn, would have meant Evie would never have been born at all. So in, in a unique ruling at London's High Court today, Drudge Rosalind Co. QC backed Evie's case and awarded her the right to a huge compensation payout. Her lawyers earlier said the amount Evie is claiming had not yet been calculated, but confirmed that it would be a big... Since it would cover the cost of her extensive care needs for life. Evie, who has forged a career in show jumping, competing against both disabled and able bodied riders, had sued for wrongful conception for having been born in a damaged state, her barrister, Susan Rodway QC, told the court. So the judge found that Mitchell had not told Caroline of Skegness, Lincolnshire of the importance of taking folic acid supplements before getting pregnant. And if she had been told, she would have delayed conceiving and instead had a different, totally healthy baby, the judge added. So during the trial last month, the court heard that 50-year-old Caroline, who is also a keen horsewoman, had gone to see Mitchell at the Hawthorne practice to discuss her plans to have a first baby in February 2001. This was a very precious decision to start a family because she herself had lost her parents when she was young, Rodway told the judge. They had been refraining from sexual intercourse until after they had received advice at this consultation. Now, this is actually a really big statement, right? Because they basically, specifically, was trying to plan for the best possible outcome possible and went to their doctor for that doctor's recommendation, right? Because they were so worried about something like this. But despite discussing folic acid during the appointment, Caroline claimed she was not told by Mitchell of its importance in spina spina bifida prevention. She told the judge that the doctor had told her to go home and have lots of sex which she found somewhat blunt. He told me it was not necessary she said I was advised that if I had a good diet previously I would not have to take folic acid. Rodway said that had Caroline been properly advised by Mitchell she would not have gone on to conceive as quickly as she did. She would have paused her pregnancy plans, started a course of folic acid treatment, and then attempted to conceive, she claims. So it is her evidence she would have read up on it and wouldn't have attempted to become pregnant until she was satisfied that she had protected herself as much as possible, she said. If she had indeed put off getting pregnant, she would have had a normal, healthy baby, but one who was a genetically different person from Evie, the QC added. Evie was diagnosed with lipom, lipomyel Yeah, that is a crazy way to pronounce it. Lipomyelomae... LMM, a form of neurotube defect to the spine leading to permanent disability after her birth in November 2001. Her mobility is said to be very limited and she will depend more and more on a wheelchair as she grows older which she also suffers from bowel and bladder issues the court heard. She had previously spoken about her issues on the ITV show Hidden Disabilities What's the Truth? Michael D. Navarro QC, representing the doctor, denied liability, suggesting that Caroline might already have been pregnant when she went to see Mitchell. He told the judge that Mitchell claimed to have given reasonable advice about the desirability of folic acid supplements being taken. It was his usual practice to tell prospective parents that 400 micrograms should be taken by those preparing for pregnancy and all through their first uh, first trimester. He said he would have told the mother that if she had a good diet and thus good folic acid levels anyway, supplements would be less important, but denied saying they were not necessary. However, today Co wrote against the doctor. In the circumstances, I find that Miss Toombs was not pregnant at the time of the consultation with Doctor Mitchell. She said in her judgment, she was not advised in accordance with the guidance to take folic acid prior to conception, and for the first twelve weeks of pregnancy, she was not advised about the relationship between folic acid supplementation and the prevention of spina bifida, neurotube defects. Had she been provided with the correct recommended advice, she would have delayed attempts to conceive. In the circumstances, there would have been a later conception which would have resulted in a normal healthy child. I therefore find that the climate's claim succeeds on liability. So the case will return to court to decide the full amount of Evie's compensation unless agreed by the parties outside of court. According to her own website, Evie describes her motto in life as find a way, not an excuse. As well as competing and show jumping, nationally and internationally, she educates children about invisible illnesses and works at Nottingham University. She writes, I was born with a form of spina bifida, but I have a passion in life gives me purpose and direction. In 2018, she met Prince Harry and Meghan Markle when she won the Inspiration Young Person Award at Well Child Charity Event. So I thought this was a pretty interesting article, right? Because something to really learn about this, regardless of necessarily the whole, you know, is she right or is she in the wrong in terms of like being awarded this money, right? One thing to really learn about it is like when you have a will... There's a way, right? So let's say that you have a goal in your life, right? Which probably her goal in her life at that point was probably try to find a way to make the payments for these medical payments because this is not cheap. No matter where you are in the world, this type of thing where you basically be like permanently connected to tubes pretty much and constantly like in and out of a hospital or basically staying in a hospital for pretty much your whole life, pretty much, right? Or an increasing amount. It's just going to dramatically increase in cost over time, regardless of where you are in the road, right? Like the amount of times that you're going to end up having to go to the hospital, is just going to keep on adding up and adding up and adding up to the point where there would be like no way for her to actually end up paying for it. And to the point where insurance may no longer even protect her, right? So finding a way for, let's say that her medical payments could end up being taken care of, potentially her ending up having some sort of like surplus so that she could actually have money and not be like in the negative the whole time is a thing that you gotta like respect, right? You gotta respect someone who's willing to do whatever it takes to try to live a better life, right? So I think that's a pretty good thing to really learn about this. Now, for her, right, for her specific situation, like if I was like living her type of life, when I got this money, I would be very calculated as to what I'm going to be doing with this money, right? Because her circumstance is not like anyone else's circumstance, right? Like it's a very specific type of circumstance. Now, there's something that you can learn from it, you know, you can maybe relate to her if you are dealing with a similar like health issue. But pretty much the number one thing to take care of in her specific situation is her health. The majority of the money that she ends up winning is gonna to have to be dedicated to taking care of her health, right? To try to improve the quality of her life, right? So that she could actually have a long life so that she could live a better life right that's the first and foremost thing that she needs to focus on with the money that she ends up winning number two try to get rid of any debts that she may have what she probably does from all the medical bills and all that kind of stuff right so take care of like past due or owed medical bills so that your current so that you can start making the payments correctly and never be, like, behind or anything like that. Next, have some sort of an emergency fund. Now, her thing, again, is going to be so specific, right, because it's such a crazy situation where she might need something more like a years of, like, like a full year of, like, an emergency fund in terms – because she has to, like, factor in her medical expenses. So – you could maybe calculate that for, like, a year, like, you assumed, like, okay, like, this is how much I spent on average for the past few years for medical bills, and, okay, so every year I spent about, you know, who knows, maybe 30, 50K on medical expenses, right? So I would factor that into, like, an emergency fund because that's probably going to be her biggest cost, right? So you're going to have to factor that into, like, her building up some sort of emergency fund, right? So you take care of the debt, you take care of the emergency fund. Next, I would use this money after, you know, working on her like health, right? Her debt and the emergency fund, I would use the rest of the money to try to produce some sort of income. And the reason why you wanna do that is so that The money doesn't run out, right? Because no matter how much money she may end up winning, it won't last forever unless it's invested properly to give her a decent return to where she can live off of it, right? Because even though she might have a job, even though she might be able to produce some sort of income, how long? Can that last, right? How progressively worse will her disease end up getting, right? So that's something that you really got to factor in, right? So you really want this extra money to really be designed in a way to where it would produce her a consistent income every single year that she could at the very least afford some sort of necessities, right, at the very least. Right, And that's really what I would do in her specific situation if I was living in that type of situation. Feel free to give your own thoughts. If you want to learn how to get out of debt, go to 40inbox.com. Hey, this podcast is sponsored by our personal finance courses. So if you have problems with mastering your money and you need help, go down below and learn how to master your money